Hello, happy Monday. It is Monday, November 20th, and the time is 1.57 p.m. I'm getting an extremely late start today with you guys. I was up for 14 hours straight working on a presentation that was for this morning, and I'm going to be doing pretty much the same thing in order to get a couple of papers cranked out in the next few days before Thanksgiving. It's going to be one heck of a week. But I will tell you this, I did binge watch all of The Punisher, and I have a lot to say. And not just from a fanboy stance either, I've, as an actor, as someone who's been on a set before, um, and also just for somebody that is a huge cinemaphile in general, uh, there were a lot of things that I took away from this, and I, I, I have a lot to say about, very specifically, the characterization, uh, of our protagonist and our antagonist. I, I'm, I'll, I'll stay spoiler free for now. I'll do a spoiler episode kind of thing or a, a spoiler segment coming up after this, but I'll just leave it at this. I was not expecting this. It's way more grounded, realistic, and I don't know, stronger in its emotional tone than the previous stuff that we've had with Punisher, uh, especially since, I mean, he was always known as kind of the second wheel so far in the MCU uh, to uh, Daredevil there. Now, I am curious as to how this is going to shake things up because this isn't, this doesn't feel like the MCU. It feels like Daredevil, but without all the mystical craziness. Um, and I mean, it feels downright gruesome at times. I had to, I had to look away from the screen a number of times that I'm I'm not squeamish but wow they they really went all out with the way that they portrayed some of those kills of, of Frank's um, I just yeah I, I absolutely loved it I'm interested in your take I'm gonna get going I got some more work to do but why don't you do me a favor why don't you drop me a line let me know what you had to say or have to say about it what you thought about the performance or whatever and and uh, I will include those and respond to any questions you might have when I come back with the spoiler review. I hope you guys have a wonderful afternoon. Until I talk to you next, rock on. Hey Joe, it's Patrick from We Live on a Planet. I want to thank you for coming on over and giving the station a like. I really appreciate it. I look forward to hearing from your station. Have a fantastic week. Thanks, buddy. Hey, Joe, thanks so much for calling in and uh, taking a stab at the microphone test. Uh, actually, um, so the main mic that I was using, which was actually clipping a little bit, and that's a, that's a technical term for too much sound coming out of it and kind of the sound cutting off, was the, the Rode mic. So the first one was actually the internal mic on the iPhone 7. The second was the Rode mic. The third was my little old headset, the one that comes with the iPhone 7, and uh, so that's, uh, you, were, you were fairly close, uh, but I really appreciate the call in, and I hope your station's going well, and uh, thanks again, bye. Says KT, the man who is on everyone's station wishing them a good day. Everyone wants to be your friend, man. Rock on. Joe Finley, Sherm, crazy Asian here. Thank you for favoriting my station. 
I'm looking forward to more segments. Looking forward to that spoiler before I uh, decide to spend any time on Punisher. Um, been totally disappointed with the previous installments of movies in the past. I just thought they were really weak. I don't think they portrayed the character correctly. Um, and so really will love to hear your, your take on it. So I'm glad that you felt like it was pretty emotional. I'm glad you thought that it was really raw and uh, pretty, um, I don't want to say explicit, but very graphic in regards to just the overall kills. Um, so that gets me excited. Not necessarily, does that, does that sound really morbid that I get excited about the realistic kills? I just like the idea that they make a more raw character that we can kind of relate to on kind of where that person's coming from. At the same time, I want it to be kind of an extreme where I can't relate to him either, right? Because I wouldn't take it to that extreme. So pre Appreciate um, you favoriting my station. I look forward to hearing more segments. Look forward to hearing your story. Have a great day. Sherm's out. Hey, Joe Finley. This is Chris from Being Social. I just want to say thanks a lot for coming by and giving me a like. It's, it's great to see the support out there in this anchor family. Um, great content. Uh, I love your stuff, mate. Down to earth. Talking some good stuff right now. Uh, hopefully we can collaborate on stuff in the future. For now, I'm just getting started, getting my word out there, getting my name out there, and, uh, and I appreciate the love. I hope to talk to you soon. Take care. Good evening, fam. It is just after 10 p.m., and I rather than working all afternoon like I wanted to, also took a nap because I only slept an hour and a half, two hours last night. Thanks for all of the ridiculous messages, you guys. I absolutely love this community, and it uh, feels really good to feel all the, all the positive love and just the support that all of you guys have for each other. But moving on, uh, you guys all actually gave some really good points. Um, many of you wanted to talk to me about the Punisher. I want to make sure that I'm giving people enough time to leave if they don't want things spoiled, because I did binge the entire season over the weekend, so, uh, which <clears throat> I'll get into what I feel about Marvel Cinematic Universe TV show length in a second, but, all right, Punisher spoilers. So. I absolutely loved everything about what uh, the crazy Asian, by the way. Uh, I loved the way that they portrayed the realness of the situation. The everything from the combat war vets to the way they explained certain perspectives of military government. Uh, it's clearly a very hot button issue, and they very obviously pushed the season back a bit into November so that they could avoid the fact that this coming out when gun control and gun violence is uh, in the national conversation wouldn't have been the best time for that. And I do appreciate what it does uh, to many degrees. It offers me a perspective that maybe I don't see. Um, not that I think that everyone that has that perspective is a crazy gun-toting, need-to-leave-my-support-group-and-go-kill-people kind of person, but just to say that I've learned a lot about, I don't know, I think the way that uh, PTSD is portrayed through the show, I mean, granted, Frank's a bit of a you know tank when it comes to just absorbing whatever, but the subtleties of how they wrote Frank's neuroses in, I really appreciate I know I say really appreciate a lot. That's the thing I need to get past, but <laughs> I can't thank 
the direction and John Bernthal enough for this this the subtleties to that character um, as an actor I can say right now that those are the kinds of characters that I appreciate the most the ones that are layered and three-dimensional that you know Frank does have a front that he puts on at all times um, to mask his guilt and his shame and his demons and there's a lot of interplay and interchange going on between those emotions in different situations and I, oh, I loved the juxtaposition at the very end when Frank is basically on his you know dying uh, or on his deathbed during that interrogation scene and they kept cutting back to his final memory that he holds on to with his wife and gave some different perspective on it Frank is brutal but he's also very human and we can relate to how human this portrayal of him is it's not it's not the Punisher that we know from the comics who is just bloodthirsty all the time and you know this Punisher isn't going to go off and kill everyone in the MCU this Punisher isn't going to he's not going to cause problems with superheroes he's not going to go after them um, he's, his code is too good that he, uh, would never allow himself to get in the way, I think, again, after that altercation with Daredevil. And also, you know, this is quite an evolution from Daredevil's version of him. While I did appreciate that, I did think that John Bernthal was becoming a bit of a parody of himself, uh, during that season. But that's because I think Punisher was locked into one emotional state the entire time that he was in the show he was very much in bloodthirsty revenge mode and that's great um i mean i myself uh, i'm a huge daredevil fan um oh and this is counting down so this is gonna have to be a two-parter see you in a second do, 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 do. and i'm back so I think where I left off was um, talking about uh, Garth Ennis's work, which I do feel is probably the biggest influence on this series, uh, even though he may not have been like the original uh, creator of The Punisher. I mean, he's I mean, huge and famous and amazing, and I love his work on Preacher and Hellblazer. And uh, it, yeah, it's, it's very obvious uh, where you can see uh, the, the direct lines drawn from that comic. And, you know, uh, I, I think a bit of uh, Frank Miller's uh, use of him, too, from the Daredevil uh, comics also that plays into it. Um, I, you know, the, I think the thing that impressed me the most, um, which is part of, I think, the episodic style and the nature of this particular show and how long it goes for, it's what, 13 episodes? which typically is way too long, in my opinion, for a Marvel television show. I felt, aside from show, uh, aside from seasons like season two of Daredevil, uh, everything goes through this, like, it's a bit of a mid-season slump where you get one episode that, like, takes you way out of it, um, that kind of draws focus, adds some filler. Uh, I can't think of an example off the top of my head where it's done this, but... This has happened in, in every uh, MCU show where some at some point it just derails the plot and takes a couple episodes to get back to it. Thankfully in this one it's only really an episode, but it, it, it reminded me of 
Uh, this isn't much of a spoiler for Stranger Things, but it is just a minor plot point. There is an episode that takes you away to, what, Chicago? Um, and that it doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of the plot. I'm guessing that that's a setup to what's going to happen in Season 3 is my my guess and i apologize if i just said too much about stranger things too i'm a geek i i watch all the things all the time and i'm sorry if i <laughs> say the wrong thing i try to try to be careful i won't say anything else about it but i'll leave it with this i loved the show i really did but it did that one thing like every other one that i feel like you could make it an episode less you could is it is it that writers are struggling for that much content these days Maybe, maybe we're pushing it to be too long. I mean, Iron Fist was not that long and it felt incredibly long based on the writing and how boring the plot line got at times and how ridiculous the characters were approaching their problems in life and just the characterization of Danny Rand I'm not a huge fan of altogether. And I do think that the Punisher being involved with the Defenders I don't know. I apologize for that sound. Sorry. <laughs> I I don't know if he fits in well. I think this iteration just amped things up to 11. And also at the same time, it almost re reminded me in a, in a way of, uh, wow, I'm totally blanking out on Wade Wilson, Daredevil's partner there, who's, oh man, um, in the movie. But anyway, uh, point being that he's like that overpowered character, but without the meta jokes. And if you're going to have that overpowered character, then you're going to constantly run into the issue of how do you pair him up against people with powers or, or for that matter, people that are fighting only in self-defense. You know, when you get people like Daredevil, who is only going to fight back when people are trying to fight him. Punisher is a very get out in front of things, tackle the situation head on kind of guy. <sighs> Man. All right. Well, let me get back on track here. So I want to say also a huge, huge, huge amount of respect for our, uh, what is he? Prince, not Prince Caspian. Which Prince was he? Uh, our, our very, uh, wonderful jigsaw there, which, I wasn't sure how they were gonna do it exactly, but it seemed pretty obvious that at some point during the series, just because we knew that his name was Billy Russo, we knew that at some point something was gonna happen that was gonna scar him. It's like including the Joker or Two-Face. You know, you're like, oh, Harvey Dent. Well, I know that something bad is bound for this guy. Great. Um, I, I think that, oh, the nuances in Billy Russo's character were really, really impressive, and I, I got I gotta give it up to. Uh, oh, it's gonna cut me off again. Okay, I'm just gonna jump right in and, and get this over with. I apologize that it's taking me so long to get to all these points. Billy Russo, I am incredibly impressed with the portrayal of this character. Now, typically Jigsaw is one of those very goofy kind of villains and with Dominic West the way he played him in Punisher Warzone he really hammed up the uh, uh what's it called the um characters like mannerisms and oh man his New York accent was atrocious but uh, uh Ben Barnes 
is really, really impressing me. I, I, I was constantly, um, like feeling empathy for this character that, you know, I, I w was never sure what was going to happen next with him, wh which way things were going to turn, who was going to become what. Um, and I wasn't sure if they were going to go full on Jigsaw by the end of the season, just because of how late it was getting. And I, I actually had a feeling that he was just going to kind of escape and become a, a further villain down the line kind of thing. Um, but I really appreciate the way that they're, uh, grounding everything you know like his face is going to be scarred and mangled up will he look like his comic book counterpart probably not but it's kind of the heath ledger joker version of things and this really is the darkest iteration of anything we've seen in this mcu i i guess the venom and what would be carnage film is not really going to be set in the mcu it's in their own spider verse spidey verse so wonderful whatever bottom line being that i think that the reason this season excels at what it does is it grounds its characters it keeps it realistic but also it makes everything relatable this is a story that we know time and time again war vets that are not cared for the right way not given the right opportunities not supported beyond their means and also this is a very hot button kind of time where, yeah, we're once again talking about violence in society and is the Punisher the right hero for that time? I mean, the Punisher's never really been a hero, but I can stand behind the Punisher for some reason. And I can't stand behind regular gun violence at times. Um, not that I want to take guns away. Please don't think that I'm that guy. That's not at all what I wanted to say. Well, I, I guess I'll leave you with this closing thought. My only worry is that going from here, where do you go? It's as dark as it could possibly be, and it's not really tied to everything. So I guess you can, in the rest of the MC, you can kind of ignore some of these things, but not all of them. Like, you're not going to be able to ignore those homemade IEDs, and like the earthquake that shook New York when those bombs went off. There's no way you can just ignore that kind of thing. In the same way that I'm surprised they managed to ignore everything about the building that collapsed in Hell's Kitchen. That must have been huge in the city of New York. And meanwhile, yeah, it's just not going to be seen. I like that the series pulled itself away from New York for a bit, especially for the mountain scene. Oh, and that's another thing that I love about this. Frank gets as good as he gives in this. He's very real, except for he has some insane healing abilities. And like, oh, we just stitched him up. He'll be good in like a couple hours to get back into the fight. I mean, this guy must run on pure adrenaline, right? I will say that I still felt like I could relate to him, even when he was at his craziest, even when he was his most out of control and should be put down and shouldn't even be moving with all the injuries he has. And just brilliantly acted by John Bernthal. He just knew what to do with that character. And I'm very glad that it was handed off to somebody who could put the time and, and thought into the nuances, you know, the slight facial tics, the, the, the way he carries his weight. And, and from scene to scene, the way he embraces 
humility as a character is very interesting um and, and definitely the most real take on what frank castle could possibly be i think i think they knocked it out of the park and i think this is marvel's biggest home run in my opinion um but that's just my opinion what's your opinion i hope you guys are having a wonderful evening and uh hey rock on guys